My dear friends, welcome to Faith FM Drive Time. Welcome to BQ&A. This is the show where we respond to difficult questions concerning God, faith, contemporary religion and the Bible. This is the show where we look at world religious trends in the light of Bible prophecy. This is Pastor Ricardo, minister to the Prospect International and Elizabeth Seventh-day Adventist Churches right here in Adelaide. And I'm really thankful that God allows us to share His Word with you all today. Um, whether you are driving or maybe at home, uh, we do pray that you are blessed by today's presentation. This week we're following the theme, The Bible, Spirituality and Physical Health. On Monday, um, we had a very interesting topic it was shown that health principles are part of the Bible teachings. Then on Tuesday, uh, we saw that physical exercise is actually one of these teachings. Now the big question for today is, is self-control an oxymoron? Is self-control an oxymoron? And to help us with this question, and in the hot seat, and during the whole week, we are joined by Lindy Sperring. Uh, with us in the studio, and Lindy is the Women's Ministry Director and Prayer Ministries, Ministries Coordinator for the Seventh-day Adventist Church here in South Australia. Welcome, Lindy. Well, thank you very much, Pastor Ricardo. It's lovely to be here, lovely to see you, and I'm looking forward to a good program again. Excellent. How are you feeling on your third day of the week presenting <laughs> this topic on health? I, I love this topic. This is an amazing topic. And if even one person hears what we're sharing this week and makes a decision to have a new start in their lives, then mm. I think it's well worth it for sure. That's so good, so good. And it's so nice to see how God is actually interested in our health as well, Absolutely. physically, Absolutely. physical health. Uh, I want to share with you, li the listeners, uh, an article. that This is a study by researchers at Harvard T.H. Chan School of Public Health. This is from Harvard University. And um, this article is entitled, Spirituality Linked with Better Health Outcomes, Patient Care. This was released on July 12, 2022. Um, this study represents, says the article, the most rigorous and comprehensive systematic analysis of the modern day literature regarding health and spirituality to date, said Tracy Balboni, lead author and senior physician at the Donna Farber Brigham and Women's Cancer Center and professor of radiation oncology at Harvard Medical School. Our findings indicate that attention to spirituality in serious illness and in health should be a vital part of future whole-person-centered care. And the results should stimulate more national discussion and progress on how spirituality can be incorporated into this type of value-sensitive care. Spirituality is important to many patients as they think about their health, said Tyler Vanderwill. Professor of Epidemiology at Harvard Chan School, focusing on spirituality in health, uh, in healthcare, means caring for for the whole person, not just their disease. Says the article. According to the International International Consensus Conference on Spiritual Care in Healthcare, spirituality is the way individuals seek ultimate meaning, purpose, connection, value, or transcendence. 
This could include organized religion, but extends well beyond to include ways of finding ultimate meaning by connecting, for example, to family, community, or nature. In the study, the researchers systematically identified and analyzed the highest quality evidence on spirituality in serious illness and health published between January 2000 and April 2022. A structured multidisciplinary group of 27 experts in spirituality, healthcare, public health and medicine called the Delphi Panel uh, then reviewed the strongest collective evidence and offered consensus implications for health and healthcare. They noted that for healthy people, spiritual community participation, as exemplified by religious service attendance, is associated with, and listen carefully, it says here, healthier lives, including greater longevity, less depression, which is everywhere today. Absolutely. Less depression and less suicide and less substance use. Interesting. Just by having a spiritual life. Mm. For many patients, spirituality is important and influences uh, key outcomes in illness, such as quality of life and medical care decisions. Consensus implications included incorporating cons uh, considerations of spirituality as part of patient-centered health care and increasing awareness among clini uh, clinicians and health professionals about the protective benefits of spiritual community participation. According to the researchers, the simple act of asking about a patient's spirituality can and should be part of patient-centered value-sensitive care. The information gleaned from the conversation can guide further medical decision-making. Spiritual care specialists, such as chaplains, are trained to provide clinical pastoral care to diverse patients. Overlooking, says the article at the end, overlooking spirituality leaves patients feeling disconnected from the health care system and the clinicians trying to care for them, says the, this um, article here. Integrating spirituality into care can help each person have a better chance of reaching complete well-being and their highest attainable uh, standard of health. I would believe that. That is so important. And I just feel that the hospitals are starting to let us know uh, their needs for, for chaplaincy. And But I just feel that they could be doing some more. Some hospitals don't value that chaplaincy role or the person going in and encouraging that person spiritually and just connecting with them in that way. So Indeed. It does make a Indeed. difference. It does make a difference. And it is incredible how the uh, mind can be connected with uh, our body. Absolutely. It affects the, if we are happy, it affects our health. If we're well up here in our minds, yes, uh, we we will have a much better chance of being our body functions healthy, better, doesn't it? Indeed, and I think that that's why God is so interested in the well-being of of our bodies mm -hmm. as well. Holistic approach, very interesting. Uh, before we continue, dear listeners, let's come to some music, and I've got uh, for you today. Uh, what a friend we have in Jesus from Christ. Uh, sorry, Chris Rice. What a 
friend we have in Jesus All our sins and griefs to bear What a privilege to carry Everything to God in prayer Oh, what peace we often forfeit Oh, what needless pain we bear and temptations Is there trouble anywhere We should never be discouraged Take it to the Lord in prayer Can we find a friend so faithful Who will all our sorrows share knows our every weakness. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Are we weak and heavy laden, cumbered with a load of care? Precious Savior, still our refuge. Take it to the Lord in prayer. Do your friends despise, forsake you? Take it to the Lord in prayer. In His arms He'll take and shield you. Find a solace there What a privilege to carry Everything to God in prayer Everything to God in prayer Everything to God in What a beautiful song. That was Chris Rice with What a Friend We Have in Jesus. And indeed, Jesus can be a friend of every one of us. Um, dear listeners, today we have a giveaway. And in fact, the whole week we've had the book A Taste of Food as Medicine by Sue Rad. And this is basically a, um, a, a little booklet which contains um, the 12 simple health-promoting recipes as selected from this book, this other book called Food as Medicine. Uh, this booklet that we are giving away has been the um, award-winning uh, bigger book. Uh, it comes from the bigger book called Food as Medicine by Dr. Sue Rad. And some of the things that you can find in this book are it explains, for example, con the physical conditions that may uh, be helped or fixed simply by recipes. You can find this in this cookbook. Uh, you'll find uh, the answer to why a single meal matters. You will find, for example, I'm just looking at the table of contents, uh, 10 food rules to live by, how nutrients speak to your genes, the power of diet versus drugs, 
and we're not against medicines, but there's a power that we can find in, in eating healthy. We can prevent a lot of diseases, and everything is explained in this little book, easy to read. It's a 64-page booklet containing all of this, uh, preparing a healthy plate, healthy eating plates, uh, and much more. So, dear friends, if you would like to have um, a free copy of this book, all you need to do is send a code. The code is SA144 to 04888808. I'll repeat the code. There's no spaces in between. It's SA for South Australia, 144, SA144. Text that num- uh, code to 048808 11. And dear friends, we would love to hear from you. We would love to hear your comments, your feedback, your questions, uh, prayer requests, anything that you would like to share with us. Just text that number 04888808 and we'll be so happy to get in touch with you. And remember to share uh, Faith FM with your friends as well. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Welcome back. You're listening to Faith FM, Drive Time BQ&A, right across Australia. Uh, my name is Pastor Ricardo, and my co-host today is Lindy Sperring, and she is the Women's Ministry Director and Prayer Ministries Coordinator for the Seventh-day Adventist Church here in South Australia. Uh, Linda, you wear uh, quite a few hats in this uh, part of the world. I do. I do wear a few hats, but I, I'm passionate about all of it, and I really, I really love the topic that we're covering this week about health. That's because very I good. Because I found these uh, principles, these uh, laws, health laws, if you like, have helped me to be healthier than I was in the past as I've learned mm. about them, as I've become familiar with them, and as I've made a decision to put them in place. How important that is. That affects your whole life, being Absolutely. healthier. Absolutely. I mean, every day we hear of folk that are sick, they're unwell, they're in hospital. You know, I mm. do hospital chaplaincy as well. And perhaps there are some mm. answers in what we're talking about this week that yes. just might galvanize someone into going, I'm going to be purposeful and, and ahead a slightly different way. Excellent, excellent. I remember back in 2018, or no, 2019, my family and I went to a wellness center. We stayed there for two weeks in the U.S. Wow. We went through uh, uh, a number of, um, uh, well, health, good health practices and, and principles, uh, good diet, exercises, all of that. And um, I can tell you, as a testimony, I, I had a chronic pain in my right foot for many years, almost nine years. After that, it just went away. It's and amazing, isn't it? And I could feel it? so awake. And they didn't sort of go, well, we're going to treat your foot. They treated you holistically. Exactly. They showed you the principles of good health. Yes. And then that was healed. And I've had similar experiences myself. So I'm sure. Yeah, no, I was so glad because a lot of um, surgeons told me that I needed an, an operation. Yes. Some others, uh, some other specialist, specialist uh, said, "No, don't touch that foot." But after that, those two weeks, the pain just went away. Praise the Lord! Oh, for I was that. so happy, and I was so awake that I started memorizing scripture like never before. Isn't that amazing? So, so it, it clears your effect. mind as well. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. It's so good. So. Um, this week, this week we are following the theme. We're exploring the theme, 
the Bible, spirituality, and physical health. And the big question for today is, is self-control an oxymoron? So, Lindy, is it is it actually contradictory to speak about self-control? I mean, how possible is it to gain control of ourselves? Well, before we get into that, let me just review what we've been doing this week. And we used an mm-hmm. acronym that would help us to remember what we're talking about this week. So everyone who's listening, this acronym is NEW START. New start. So it's a great acronym, really. And we've talked about on Monday nutrition, that mm-hmm. our bodies need certain nutrients to function optimally. Then we talked about exercise and water yesterday. And today we're looking at two topics, temperance and sunshine. But temperance is really, as you say, it's, it's self-control. Can we control ourselves are we able to make positive choices and decisions to be well and healthy? Mm-hmm. The Bible says in Psalm 139.14, I will praise thee for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Marvelous are your works and that my soul knows very well. I think when mm. we can really understand that God created us, he created us and he has a plan for us to achieve our optimum health. And it's about listening, learning, being educated and going, okay, I'm going to make some different choices. I'm actually going to practice some self-control when I go to a buffet. I'm not going to eat five desserts. It's about making a choice, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Discipline. It's a discipline, yes. But also what I found that the more that you follow these health principles, the easier it is to have some self-control. Right. In 1 Corinthians 3.16, it says, Do you not know that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God dwells in you? So if the Spirit of God dwells in us as Christians, how should we treat this temple? How should we treat this body? Shouldn't we do the best possible program that we can do for ourselves to be well and healthy and strong. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, and I'm sure we, we all know that we should take care of our bodies. We know it, but sometimes we don't get it. I, I really like this quote by Hippocrates. He was sort of mm-hmm. the father of medicine. He says, It appears to be necessary to every physician to be skilled in nature and to strive to know, if he would wish to perform his duties, what man is in relation to the articles of food and drink and to his other occupations and what are the effects of each of them on everyone. Now, thankfully, Ricardo, we have many scientists today bringing forward information and sharing it with the medical profession of ways that we can be understanding our bodies and how we should look after them. He goes on to say, whoever does not know what effect these things produce upon a man cannot know the consequences which result from them. Whoever pays no attention to these things or paying attention does not comprehend them, how can he understand the diseases which befall man? For by every one of these things a man is affected 
and change this way or that, and the whole of his life is subject to them, whether in health, convalescence or disease. Nothing else can be more important and necessary to know than these things. And I think here's Hippocrates is probably one of the first uh, well-known doctors, the father of medicine he's called, who's like, we need to know as physicians mm-hmm. how our bodies relate to nature, how our bodies relate to what we eat, what we consume, mm-hmm. and other ways of our lifestyle and I really think that's so important so when we're looking at this self-control and actually we're using the word temperance it's probably an old-fashioned word isn't it temperance temperance what does it mean well the dictionary says moderation okay it's sometimes difficult to be moderate I don't know about you Ricardo but Mm. sometimes it's difficult to be moderate isn't it you get caught up in something so it's being moderate in thought or feeling Mm -hmm. Practicing some restraint. In other words, not just overindulging or over-exercising mm-hmm. or, or doing something to an extreme that causes our bodies to suffer in some way. Mm. And that requires self-control indeed. It requires self-control. To be temperate, to be moderate. And it also involves probably abstinence. Mm-hmm. In another word, perhaps a bit older type of word, but not using certain things. Like alcohol, cigarettes, drugs, things that change the chemical constitution Mm -hmm. of our body and can allow disease to take over our bodies much easier. Wow. So, look, there's... There's so much current research Mm -hmm. that shows the dangers of taking illicit drugs. For example, I'm going to mention one. And I remember when I studied and practiced natural therapies, I remember a patient coming to me. This is many, many years ago. And uh, he was talking to me because he was impotent and he was mm-hmm. taking marijuana all the time. Mm-hmm. So there are side effects mm-hmm. to taking drugs that a lot of people perhaps don't realise. So yes. illicit drugs can um, cause all sorts of problems if we're smoking, we're taking in all these foul chemicals, uh, if we're overeating or even being overstimulated. How so can those have- things be good? We have all that information available for so many years now. Yes, yes. But why is it that we cannot make the decision to be healthier? I mean, uh, you know, we're all in, in the same boat. It's, it's interesting because, for example, um, we all know that alcohol is, is detrimental for your health. Everybody knows it. But you give alcohol to a donkey. As much as you hit him or you can even kill the donkey, the donkey won't drink alcohol. Interesting. But you give alcohol to a, to a person, <laughs> you know. We know it, it is damaging. We know it is bad, but we keep drinking and drinking even though we know we're, we're killing ourselves. Well, science is now saying even one drink a day. Like they used to say, oh, you could have one a day, you can mm. do this. But all of those things, and it's very much cultural, isn't it, in our sports mm. programs. And when they win, they shake up the champagne bottle mm. and everyone drinks. But so many accidents, so much violence in the home, so many issues that society faces today is through overindulgence of alcohol. Mm. And a lot of people are suffering from depression and anxiety. And mm-hmm. I see this with people who don't drink alcohol as well. So could being temperate help us? Does overdoing cause harm to our beautifully designed bodies, whether it's over-exercising, over-eating, over-exposure to sunshine, even drinking too much water? I believe we need balance and temperance really? in all that we do. 
And I suppose you, we said he's self-control an oxymoron, mm-hmm. but Ricardo, what is self-control in the Bible? Where is it mentioned? Galatians 5. Yes. And what is it? It's part of a fruit of a spirit. It's a fruit of the spirit. So if we're filled with the Holy Spirit, one of the attributes that comes into our lives is self-control. And mm. I can see in my own life, as I've walked closer with the Lord, mm-hmm. as I say to the Lord, more of your spirit, then I can practice self-control more. And the mm. other thing that is, I think, really exciting is when we adopt a plant-based diet It also enables us to have better self-control because when we're nutritionally fed, when our cells are nutritionally fed, we're not desiring those things that are bad for us too much. Mm -hmm. And so everything in moderation except there are some things that we should just decline altogether. That's really interesting because you're mentioning all this information. Yes. The the research that is available to us. We all know the things that are detrimental to our bodies. Yes. Yes. But it seems that that is not enough. We need to have self-control yes. in order to be benefited by all this knowledge. I think but so. we just uh, mentioned that self-control is something that comes from the Spirit of God, from God, yes. self-control. So we, need, we depend on God to be able to do all these good things that are good for our bodies. Oh, that is so true, and I'm so glad you mentioned that. We need the Lord in our lives. You know, I want to just talk briefly about Daniel. We mentioned him yesterday. It said in the Bible, you know, Daniel had come into favor with one of the chief of the eunuchs and the king wanted Daniel and his friends to mm. consume all of this very heavy, inappropriate foods. And Daniel mm. didn't want to do that. And he said this to the head eunuch and the eunuch said, oh, you really need to do that because if the king sees you're not looking mm-hmm. good, he'll take my head off. Talk he, about pressure. It was a lot of pressure. So Daniel said, well, look. Just give us 10 days of this choosing to just eat, drink water, not have the delicacies at the king's table and eat fruit and vegetables. Just Mm. give us 10 days. And perhaps I should challenge all of our listeners and Mm. say, just for 10 days, Mm -hmm. have a new start in your life and see, Mm. do you feel better? Is is your body functioning better? Are you thinking more clearer? Mm-hmm. Like you gave that testimony when you went to that yes. health place. They actually, you know, they they saw my blood in the under the microscope at the beginning and at the end of those fourteen days. Yes, and it was and different. I could see the improvement that my blood wow. was so uh, oxygenated yes. after the fourteen days. My brain was different. I could feel awake. I was not sleepy during the day. So. Wow. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm trying to go back to the same to what I learned the, during those two weeks. And look, it's hard sometimes, and and mm. I don't want people to get discouraged. It, start out a little bit, you know, at mm. least take some steps forward and keep reviewing in your mind. New start, nutrition, exercise, water, sunshine, temperance, air, rest, mm. trust. That's interesting. Go over it in your can mind. You, can you repeat that for our listeners? Huh? Sure. New start, nutrition, uh-huh. exercise. Water, sunshine, temperance, air, rest, and trust. Very, All very of those things. And as we cover them this week, you can start to make some changes to your life. Now, one mm. thing in temperance that I do need to talk about is fasting. 
Mm-hmm. Do you know what that is, Ricardo? Yes, yes. <laughs> uh, painfully, I know it. Oh, you know it painfully. <laughs> well, in my life, I started fasting many, many years ago, just on a Friday for about mm. probably 22 hours. So mm. from Friday night, 8 o'clock to about 5 or 6 Friday, uh, sorry, Thursday night, eight o'clock to about five or six on a Friday. Now, mm-hmm. when I first started out, I found it a bit difficult. So I would drink watered down fruit yes. juice to help keep my blood sugar level. Mm-hmm. But as I did it more often and regularly, I can do it just with water. Mm-hmm. No problem. And I have done some three day fasts as well with water. Mm. And sometimes, uh, it, I felt called to that, but fasting is a really, it is a self-discipline, it is a self-control, but it's so easy in many ways. It's a quick way to lose weight. It, it's helped to treat illnesses. I don't know if you know when mm-hmm. animals are sick, they'll go away and fast. Mm-hmm. And yeah, they, they have that by instinct. Yes. They know. Yes. It can lower your cholesterol and blood pressure levels. Mm. It's calming. It slows down the aging process. I think we all want that, don't we? Mm. It energizes. It helps to eliminate or modify addictions to drugs. There's mm-hmm. so many benefits from fasting, and the Bible has about 74 references to fasting. It doesn't Amazing. say, uh, it doesn't say if you fast, it says when you fast. Mm-hmm. In other words, it was another discipline, if you like, or another part of walking with the Lord. In Isaiah 58, 6 says, is this not the fast that I have chosen? To loose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, to let the oppressed go free, and that you break every yoke. And I think this is referring to the spiritual benefits of fasting when we want to pray and intercede for others. And I know I prayed for many years for my daughter mm-hmm. to find a good husband, mm-hmm. and she certainly did. Definitely. Yeah, and it's quite a miracle how that happened. And so temperance, self-control, this is part of having the understanding and knowledge of looking after our bodies. And Mm. I might just say too, we're not strictly health professionals here at all and we Mm -hmm. think you should always check with your doctor before you make a significant change. Mm -hmm. You know, have a talk to him and say, look, I'm thinking of fasting. Do you think I could do that? I'm thinking of um, doing more exercise. or You know, we have to be sensible in all of this Mm -hmm. and we need to, to be very careful. Indeed. Um, this is this is so interesting. Um, I love the fact that, that we we see that God is interested in in our well being, not just spiritually but physically. Absolutely, because that the, the 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 physical is connected with the spiritual, with the mental aspect. Yes, God wants us to be good as a whole. Mm-hmm. And this the, this teaching of Gnosticism, for example, it teaches that the, the body is separate from the spirit and that the body is evil mm. and the spirit is, is good. So mm-hmm. you don't need to care about your body because it's evil. But the Bible teaches something so different. Well, God created us. Why would he have created us that just that our body is mm. evil? Yes, you and I can choose to do evil. Exactly. We can be sinners and we're saved by grace. But, you know, I was also thinking not only of Daniel but about Samson. You know, Samson's parents brought him up on a good diet and, mm-hmm. and, and he went astray from that and he got into all sorts of trouble, didn't he? So even if we know all about health, how to take care of our bodies, we can still decide not to do it. Absolutely. It's our choice, totally Mm. our choice. But we then have to live with the consequences. And I know Mm. that in the last few years, there's been heavy burdens on our hospitals and on our doctors. Mm -hmm. 
Is it possible or might it be true that if more of us take responsibility for our own health, if we practice some of these things that Mm -hmm. science is talking about, doctors are talking about, we'll reduce that heavy load on our medical profession and all of us will will reap the benefits. Because Mm -hmm. if I'm well and healthy, Ricardo, then my husband is much happier, isn't he? Mm -hmm. If you're well and healthy, Mm -hmm. your wife, your children are happier. You're going to have a longer life. You'll have more energy and time to spend with them and then you model to your children mm. how a good life is lived and choosing those healthy definitely healthy it's lifestyle. a win-win you have nothing it's a to win-win. lose nothing to lose it, it may be hard at the beginning because we've been used to you know a lifestyle a diet for so many years but having that changed uh, it can be difficult but self-control that comes from above if we pray yes you know sometimes we try on our on our own to make yes. those changes. Yes, and we need the Lord. And there are little changes that I've had to make that when I've, I'm tempted to do something, Lord, help me with that so I'm not overindulging and mm. help me to make sure I get to bed on time and sleep well. And mm. The Lord loves to bless us in that way for sure. Yes, and because he made us, yes. he knows exactly how we can be happy Absolutely. and healthy. Absolutely. And it's mind, body, and spirit. Mm-hmm. Yes. I remember uh, many years ago, I used to work as an engineer, and I had an experience that I still remember. You know, the Bible uh, says that the original plan of God was to be vegetarian, yes. plant-based diet. Yes, in Genesis uh, it tells us. So yes. there was no death. That means God had provided everything for our happiness. But it is after the flood, when yes. everything was destroyed, that God allows, not encourages but allows people to start eating meat and certain types of meat. If we go to Leviticus chapter 11, we see... Yes. The, the safer types of meat. The safer. That, that's well, well yes, said. Yes, they're safer. They're yes. not necessarily great, particularly today, but mm-hmm. yes. If you can replace that with something better, that it's, that's even mu- that's much better. Absolutely. But um, So I used to um, eat uh, you know, fish, and um, even today I, I sometimes eat... But um, I'm trying to to become more plant based. Yes. With and it's important to do it with your whole family because if if yes. you're doing it alone and someone else is not, it it, it could be difficult. But I remember um, I was um, going out to a restaurant with an engineer friend, and I wanted to eat some fish back then, right? And I I I received the menu because I was in a province of South America, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you, you receive the menu and you have no clue what these fish are. Yeah, of course. You see all these Different funny names. names you yes, know? that's right. You're not sure if it's a clean fish yes. with fins and scales exactly. or it's one of those scavenger fish that mm-hmm. collects rubbish off the bottom and a lot of seafoods are like that and yes. that's why they're so bad for us. So you weren't so I sure. I was just looking at the menu. I was wondering, these fish have, uh, you know, fins and scales. So I didn't know. I asked the waiter, please. Could you bring this fish before you cook it? Because I want to see it. Yes. <laughs> he was he like, you're a bit strange. He looked at me like, yeah, I'm a bit odd, you know. But he brought the fish and it didn't have scales. So I said, sorry, I cannot eat this one. Can you bring this one other on the menu? <laughs> oh. And now he brings another one. Same story. Not No fins or no scales. And by this time, my friend was looking at me, you know, as if, what are you doing? You must be an Australian, I've uh, said. <laughs> <laughs> by the third or fourth time... The waiter comes with a fish with 
fins and scales, like the Bible says it's safe to eat or yes, safer, safer, like you said. Eat, yes. And I said to him, I want this one, please. Okay. <laughs> the waiter said, okay, finally. When he went away, my friend looked at me and he said, wow, you really look, al- sorry, you, you really know a lot about fish. And I said, you know what? I don't know anything about fish. <laughs> no, how come? You, you surely know a lot. And it turns out that his father was, uh, he had a, a, a fishing company. Oh, really? So my friend, an engineer, but he knew a lot about fish as well. He said to me, how come you say you don't know anything about fish? You've rejected all the fish that live in shallow water, the dirty ones. You chose the one that is, uh, you know, if you fish in open sea. Mm. I said, you want to know how I knew? And I pulled out my Bible. The rest is history. We had a lot of Bible studies together after that. Oh, praise the Lord. Isn't that amazing? God knows best. He does. He does. And and that's why we need to listen. And and today I believe a lot of people are suffering with all sorts of cancers and problems from mm. eating eating those seafoods and other animals like pork and that who are scavenger animals and they're not clean animals. But if you the best the best way is to give up all of that. Mm. But I think people don't realize how delicious and how beautifully presented plant-based foods can be. Some restaurants mm. try to do it. There are some places who do nice bowls and all sorts of lovely mm. things. That book, Food as Medicine, A Taste of Food as Medicine, has some wonderful, mm-hmm. tasty, delicious, fulfilling recipes in it. <laughs> there you go, dear listeners. Don't forget to to request your free copy of A Taste of Food as Medicine. You can't miss out on that. Um, so I think it's time for a, a break. Let's uh, come to some music. And we're going to listen to Dave Hunt, The Steadfast Love of the Lord. Dave Hunt, The Steadfast Love of the Lord. 
And uh, dear listeners, a giveaway for this week is the book A Taste of Food as Medicine by Sue Rudd. You can request your free copy by simply texting the code SA144 to 04888-808-11. I'll repeat the code SA144 and you text in uh, that, that code to 04888-808-11. This book is a very small book. It's a 64-page booklet, really, uh, with um, some recipes for health, to improve our health. It deals with uh, some of the physical conditions that can be helped or even fixed simply by some recipes. Uh, it deals with also 10 food rules to live by. Uh, it has a lot of information on how to use food for your own benefit. So food as medicine. It is actually a um, taken from the award-winning book called Food as Medicine by the same author, of course, Dr. Sue Rudd. So if you, if you would like a free copy of this book, just text us um, the code SA144 and your copy will be on its way completely free. Don't forget that you can use this number to also text us your um, comments. And I can see a comment right now from Kay. It says, can you please send what the acronym for New Start is again? And why not? Uh, we'll text that in. And I've got Lindy here. I'm sure that she can repeat that for sure. us. <laughs> I like that as well, New Start. It's, That's it's easy good, to remember. isn't it? It's an acronym. I think it's from one of our church health facilities in America, really. They, mm -hmm. they developed that. And I just love it. I think it's so easy to remember. Okay. Do you want me to do it now? Yes, please. New start. So N for nutrition, mm -hmm. E for exercise, W for water, S for sunshine, T for temperance, A for air, R for rest, and T for trust. New start. Uh -huh. There you go, Kay. And all the rest of our listeners, remember that. Um, so text that code SA144 to 04 888, sorry, to 04. Yeah, triple eight eight oh eight eleven. This program is made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio. Welcome back. You're listening to Faith FM Drive Time BQ&A with Pastor Ricardo. My co-host today is Lindy Sparing, and she's the Women's Ministry Director and Prayer Ministries Ministries Coordinator for the Seventh Day Adventist Church right here in South Australia. Um, as we were mentioning before, this week we are exploring the theme. The Bible, spirituality, and physical health. And Lindy has been and will be here with us for the whole week. Uh, but today we are exploring the answer to the question Is self control an oxymoron? Is self control an oxymoron? And uh, Lindy, perhaps we go into um, explaining, the explaining the benefits of sunshine, getting sunshine. I would like to maybe. Um, touch again on, on the fact that, uh, we all need self-control because, yes. you know, it's, all this information is available, right? Yes. Many people are uh, interested in improving their health. The information is available. We know that the, the things that are good for our bodies, we know which things we should avoid completely. Uh, but the problem seems to be how do I actually get the strength to do it? 
And, because, and maintain it. Uh, yes. Because I find sometimes we can go along really well. You know, we're exercising mm. every day and we're eating really well. And then a couple of events happen in your life, yes. whether it's a personal or a tragedy or even it's a happy event and your whole routine goes out the window. Mm. And it's, it's pretty discouraging. And you, yes. and you go, you say something inspires you to go back again. I think that's just normal human nature. You know, some mm. people can stay the path really strictly, mm-hmm. but for others, it's more difficult for a variety of factors. So self-control, as we've pointed out, is a fruit of the spirit. That's right. It's a fruit of the spirit. And a fruit is something that grows naturally from a fruit tree. For right. So if... If the tree is growing well and healthy, let's say I've got an orange tree at home, mm-hmm. beautiful oranges I've had this year. If that tree is growing healthy, out of that tree comes beautiful, healthy, yummy oranges. Mm-hmm. That tree is connected to the soil and to water and out of it, it's just a consequence. It, it's a gift from the tree, if you mm-hmm. like. So if we see our spiritual selves as being connected to God – and staying in touch with him, asking his Holy Spirit to live in us, then what happens is, is that you have this consequence or this outpouring or this gift mm-hmm. of self-control. Do you agree? That's so that it's, important it's to understand. It's something from God. Yes. It's a it comes gift from, from above. Him. Yes. It also reminds me of the parable that Jesus taught his disciples just before he was arrested as he was walking maybe through some vineyards. He said, you are the branches, I am the vine. Yes. And, and so where do we find the fruit? Is in the branches. That's right. And he said, stay connected with me. Notice that in the whole chapter of um, John 15, Jesus never said to us, he never commanded us, bear fruit. No, he didn't. He no. just said, stay with me. Stay connected. Abide like, with me. Exactly, abide. And if, if my husband Glenn decided he was going to chop that orange tree down mm. and lay it on the ground, I'm not going to get those nice oranges. Exactly. It needs to stay connected, and we need to stay connected to the Lord. Mm. So to be practical and use this illustration that Jesus gave us, um, if, if we are worried about our health and we yes. know that we have to make some changes, maybe instead of being so concerned about the fact that we have to change, why don't we spend more time with Jesus asking him to give us the strength to do all these things? I totally Isn't that agree. a different approach? I totally agree. And when temptation of whatever sort comes our way, mm-hmm. we can stop and go because we're going to be purposeful now. We're not just going to float along. We're going to be purposeful. So we're going to be purposeful and we're going to choose the – we're going to make the right decisions to be healthy and we say to the Lord – can you help us to be healthy? Mm. So we're going to talk about sunshine. I don't know about you, Ricardo. How long have you lived in Adelaide now? Two, almost two years now. Two years. Well, wow, I lovely. can't believe it. I can't believe it. We've been here <laughs> nearly five and a half years, and we're Victorians. You know uh-huh. what I love about Adelaide is all the green spaces. Mm. Wherever you drive around Adelaide, there are parks. Right around the mm. city, there's parkland. There's uh, lawns. There's gardens. There's plenty of places mm-hmm. to get outside and enjoy. But what I've noticed is that I don't see that many people, as a rule, outside enjoying the parklands. 
Mm. And my husband and I like to do walking every day and we walk two to three kilometres a day when we can and we have this fantastic area near our house that we can do that. And we bump into a few people but not as many as I would think. And I'm concerned too that children of today are spending so much time indoors that Mm. they're missing out on sunshine. So why is sunshine important? Well, plants need light to survive Mm. generally. And if you are exposed to sunlight, and I'm not talking about overexposure and getting a deep, deep, rich suntan or getting sunburnt, but you need sunlight for serotonin. And serotonin is so important. Uh, and it's triggered by the retina in our eye. Mm-hmm. Now, this is very interesting. A lot of people don't realize that if you want to get your vitamin D levels and to get your serotonins and everything, you need to have the sunshine without your glasses. Okay. Without your sunglasses and without your, or pull your sunglasses down so you're getting the sunshine to come mm-hmm. directly into your eye. And obviously, you don't want to go out in the sunshine and the, get totally sunburnt in the middle of the day. Mm. Exposure to sunlight in a 30 minute period. Um, for people wearing a swimsuit will make the following vitamin D levels. So 50,000 international units in most Caucasians, 20 to 30,000 in people who are tanned and 8 to 10,000 in dark-skinned people. So the fairer a person is, the more able they are to receive vitamin D. It's something for people to keep in mind depending on their skin, which Mm -hmm. is really interesting, isn't it? Because Mm -hmm. we all need a reasonable amount of of vitamin D for our bone health and uh, for our bodies to function optimally. Those who live in areas where there's fewer daylight hours are more likely to have cancers like colon cancer, Hodgkin's lymphoma, ovarian, pancreatic and prostate cancer. So those cancers are more likely if you don't get enough sunlight. Well, Adelaide has heaps of sunshine. I heard that the women here, the wives here in Adelaide are much, uh, Adelaide are much happier than the wives in other states because there's really? so much sunshine. Now, I don't know if that's true, <laughs> Ricardo. You well, better I ask your when wife. <laughs> she seems to be quite happy here as well. So it must be the sunshine then. It must be the sunshine. But I remember when I was a kid, yes. every time I woke up and I saw through my window the sunshine, I remember how that changed my whole mood just, just because yes. I saw the sun. You know, yes. it has something to do. Absolutely. People in England often don't get a lot of sunshine. They become mm-hmm. blue or sad or depressed. So vitamin D can help fight disease. It can regulate our moods and reduce depression. And it can also support weight loss. So we need the vitamin D and we get that from sunshine. There's also research showing that sun, sunlight, believe it or not, is a potential treatment for things like rheumatoid arthritis, systemic lupus, erythematosus, mm-hmm. inflammatory bowel disease and thyroiditis. So we need the sun. And it's no good sitting inside on our computers all day or watching television or playing games. We need to get out and get the sunshine. There's a, an ex, not an expression, a quote from mm-hmm. Dr. Charles DeLacy Evan in his book, How to Prolong Life. He says, the life of every created being is the more perfect, the more it enjoys the influence of light. Let a plant or animal be deprived of light, notwithstanding every nourishment, care and cultivation, it will first lose its colour, then its strength and at last utterly decay. Now he wrote that some years ago, but I think there's a lot of truth in that statement. We need the sunshine 
And if we reflect back in Genesis, Adam and Eve were placed in this perfect garden and they were placed in this perfect garden and believe it or not, they were naked, Ricardo. They were naked. So they were exposed to lots of sunshine. And But today, most people might go out on the weekends and everything. Look, if every person in Adelaide spent more time out in the fresh air and sunshine, mm. they would benefit and yes. it would make a big difference. So we need to have the vitamin D and we need to have the sunshine. You know, in John 8, 12, it's, Jesus says, I am the light of the world. Hmm. So there's a spiritual application here as well, isn't there? Indeed. I am the light of the world. So we were created to be in a garden. We were created to do physical activity. We were created, you know, the sun was created on the fourth day and we of creation and it was a greater light to rule the day. And we need that daylight sunshine. Hmm. And I don't know about you, so I work in an office, you see. So over the last couple of years, we go for a quick 10-minute walk to get outside and get the sunshine because particularly in winter when we're leaving home there's not much sunshine and when we get home there's not much sunshine so we are purposeful in saying let's get some fresh air let's get some exercise let's get some sunshine mm-hmm. and we can all do that it's so easy it's it's uh, just another simple thing to add to our health and light is something that god created as well it's so interesting uh, uh, another thing I remember back from my years as an engineer, I worked in the medical industry for a, for a few years. Yes. And uh, we were working on this laser to treat the retina on the eye. Oh, really? As you know, light is made of wave wavelengths, That's different right. wavelengths. Yes, yes. Different wavelengths mean uh, different colors. That's right. So yes. we were looking at which is the best wavelength to treat the retina, to coagulate the retina. Wow. And out of all the wavelengths... The best ones were 532 nanometers, that's green light, and the other one was for the blue light. Those are the the wavelengths that were absorbed by the retina in a a very easy way. Yes. Guess what? What are the colors that you see in nature? Blue and green. Who created a retina in order that we could enjoy these colors that you see, you know, everywhere when you go out? Fascinating, isn't it? Because if you're you're, uh, trapped in a room that has red walls, for example, it is not very pleasant. That's right. Mm. It's interesting. We have a few red walls in here, don't we? (laughs) In the studio, the sound. (laughs) But no, that that is so true. And I know that um, with color and light, I've also read that. White fluorescent lights aren't as healthy for you as purple fluorescent lights. Mm. And people who have to work inside all the time have better health under purple fluorescent lights. So it's Mm. interesting, isn't it, how that that can affect our health. So, you know, we have these these choices. We have these choices. And so we've talked about Mm self-control. We've talked about sunshine. And I just want to reflect again on our New Start acronym. That's a program, right? That we can well, it, access. It's. I think it is a program. Uh, it's an acronym that other programs, health programs, use. You know, some people might be listening and thinking, "I don't know if I could do plant-based food." And yes, I could go for a walk, and I can put a filter on for my water. And yes, I can practice. I'll try to practice self-control. I'll ask the Lord to help me. Absolutely, ask the Lord Jesus to help us to be healthy and well. But 
you just need to start. You just need to give it a try. Maybe find out where our church is doing a health program or they're running a vegetarian cooking classes and we're plant-based cooking. Because once you start trying it, and this is how I learned a lot of vegetarian cooking, I, our church would run classes, I'd go along, I'd see them making it, they'd display it all, and mm-hmm. then I'd get to eat it and I'd go, oh, I like that one, I'll take mm-hmm. it home. I tried it on the mm-hmm. family. There's so many ways and so many avenues for us to choose to be more healthy. Amazing. So we have no excuse. The only thing is that we need to know that the strength comes from God, from the strength Lord that God. we need, right? Yes, that's right. Well, he created us. Mm. He designed us. He knows what's best for us, and he wants us. He mm-hmm. loves us so much. He wants us to achieve our greatest possible health. Excellent. Thank you so much, Lindy, for all that you're sharing Thank with you. us this week. Uh, we've appreciated the topic for today. But it looks like our time is up. And let's pray before we close the program. Father in heaven, thank you so much for all the care that you show for us in your word. Lord, um, we know, we recognize that there's a lot of things that are damaging our health. There is a connection between our, our mind and our body. And if, if we are healthy physically, then spiritually we will be uh, positively affected as well. So, Lord, uh, we pray that you may give us the strength that we lack in order to actually implement these changes that we know are beneficial. Yes. If there's any listener today uh, struggling with this, and even ourselves, please help us to keep those uh, resolutions uh, because it's for our own good, and it's also for your glory, Lord. Mm. We thank you in the name of Jesus. Amen. Amen. Dear friends, this is Pastor Ricardo, and our co-host today was Lindy Sparing. Thanks for joining us on Drive Time Big Q&A. Please join us tomorrow as we explore the answer to the big question, is sleep important? And we kind of find, I'm sure, that sleeping is very important, just as long as you don't do that when you're, when you're driving. Try not to. <laughs> <laughs> Until then, dear friends, remember the Bible says, a patient person is better than a warrior. And a person with self-control is better than one who conquers a city. Proverbs 16.32 May God bless you. This program has been made possible by the support of Adventist World Radio.